The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Scar Cable. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. ExxonRadioTV.com. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Patricia Pfeffer, and uh, she is a licensed pilot, past president of Portage County Board of Realtors, a past member of AGVA, AFTRA, Actors Equity, as a partner, as a actor, performer, owner of several daycare, nursery, school, developmental centers for preschool preschoolers. And she's listed in six different Who's Who publications for various accomplishments, wife and mother of three daughters. Presently, let's see, she is a real estate investor and author of books in the paranormal psychic area. She is a speaker on these subjects to various groups, including the first established class in parapsychology at KSU. We're going to be talking to her about Message to Irene this hour, and her website is www.patricia. Pfeffer.com, that's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-P-F-E-F-F-E-R.com. And Patricia, welcome to the X-Zone. Nice having you with us. Hi, Rob, and it's certainly great to be with you, yes. I must tell you, you are one busy, busy lady. We were talking before we went on air. You're a licensed pilot. You uh, fly single-engine planes. And the airfield uh, that you fly out of, uh, you know, had a real neat celebration yesterday. And I'd love for you to share with our uh, with our listeners. Oh, great. Yes, that's a small, privately owned airport mm-hmm. called Sky Park. And it's located in Wadsworth, Ohio. And the interesting point about the airport is that Scott Foreman, one of our astronauts, was trained, he learned to fly there, and his instructor, believe it or not, was a woman. I think that's great. I, you know, like, you know what, I, I would, when I was going to school, I had a much easier time learning from a woman than I did with a man, from a man teacher. So I can understand, uh, you know, how Scott was able to accomplish this by, you know, following the, the lead of a lady, I think that women are the better teachers in the world anyway. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, in a way, perhaps I'm happy to hear you say that because my flight instructor was a male. Mm-hmm. And I kept asking him, what is the ultimate goal? What is it you want me to know? 
He said, never mind that. Just do what I tell oh, you for to goodness do, sake. and you will learn. <laughs> you so see, it's different methods of learning, I guess, Ron. You, you see, I, I'm, not, I'm not a flight instructor, but if you were to ask me that, my answer would be for you to take off safely, to fly safely, and to land at your, desi- at your destination safely. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I guess he was right, but it was funny when I went up to take my test drive mm-hmm. to get my license, my yes. first license. The flight um, instructor, uh, who was evaluating me at the time, um, observed everything I did. He passed me mm-hmm. nicely, but the comment that he made to my flight instructor later was, well, if you can teach a woman, you can teach anyone. All right, you and I have got I to take a commercial break on that nasty comment. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. <laughs> Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x. ZBN.net. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Exonation, our guest this hour is Patricia Pfeffer. Her website is www.patriciapfeffer.com. 
And uh, Patricia, we were talking briefly uh, during the last segment, uh, during the intro, about the many things that you've accomplished. Uh, where did your interest in the paranormal come from? Oh, that's been with me since birth. Uh, I used to do astral traveling mm-hmm. at night in my sleep. And uh, I don't know if um, if the rest of you are familiar with that, but the definition of astral travel, by my terms, is that um, the essence of who you are, your intelligence, uh, whoever is occupying this body that we're in, in this present expression, it leaves your body and it travels unfettered and very free. So I was kind of getting a kick out of Frank Sinatra's lyrics there, um, they are so apt because if you're doing astral travel, yes, you, you're not confined. You can travel very rapidly to almost any place you'd like to go. So it's been with me since birth. Would you say that astral travel actually bends or just uh, just shoots to heck the, the, the concept of time as we have it, where time is linear? Well, I believe that uh, time is simply measured for us Mm -hmm. by our heartbeat. And if we were not uh, encompassed in this physical body, which is our vehicle that we used to travel around in, in this dimension, I don't think we would be aware of time. And I don't think that time exists in other frequencies. So time is something that was just developed for humans? Um, I think so, yes, because I think we invented it. Yeah, I, I agree with you because, uh, you know, we are those kind of creatures that we have to know what tomorrow is going to bring. And by knowing what tomorrow, wanting to know what tomorrow is to bring, we have to know what tomorrow is. L- listen, well, you, you also do automatic writing. Can you explain to our listeners what automatic writing is? Oh, sure. Uh, it's not too hard to grasp the concept of it. You actually become, it's like an open channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you are a radio station. You are broadcasting from that station. Well, in order for what you are broadcasting to be received, mm-hmm. there must be a receiver yes. that is tuned in to that particular frequency. Well, when you do automatic writing, you uh, go into a very relaxed state, a meditative state. You blank your mind and you become a receiver. You don't always know what you're going to get. But the information that comes through you when you are in that state, and it, it is right, your hand is writing this down, but it is not coming from you. That is automatic writing. And uh, usually it's happening from being transmitted, uh, I think, from the spirit field. What was it like the, the first frequency? How did you realize that you had the ability to automatic write or that you were a receiver? Well, um, I'll tell you what. Well, I was coming up through grade school, you know, when I would sit in class, mm-hmm. what most of us, I guess, would consider daydreaming. Right. During that time, I would get some really interesting messages. I never knew where they came from, but they definitely were there. They were informative. They were creative. They were problem-solving. So in many ways, you know, I've just been tuned in this direction most all of my life, I, I haven't had much of a choice, let's say, it was visited on me. Now, we talked a few minutes ago that you actually do astral traveling, but you also do remote viewing. And what are the differences between remote viewing and astral traveling? 
Um, actually, I think they're very similar, but the term remote viewing came up during the Second World War. If you remember the Cold War that mm-hmm. was going on at that time with Russia, Russia was doing a lot of experimentation in parapsychology. And as I understand it, I cannot remember her name, but they had a gal over there who could sit in, in meditation, send the essence of who she is to wherever she wanted to go, she could literally assassinate people from the distance. I know that is very difficult to believe, but this is based on research that I've done on remote viewing. Well, our Mm -hmm. military was aware that Russia was doing this research. So our military began to experiment with it also. And that is where the term originated as far as I'm aware the term of remote viewing because they could sit in a certain location and they could project themselves, let's say, over Mother Russia Mm -hmm. and view installations of weapons of mass destruction. They could send themselves here, there, or wherever. To begin with, I understand it was pretty much a hit-miss situation, but then as they began training the people with this skill and they became more and more adept with the skill, they found that they had more and more accurate hits. So it was a source of information which has actually continued to this day. The gentleman who has originated this back in the military, he is still doing training, uh, and he has some videos out, and so it's it's quite an interesting area. Now, if a lady sitting down in Russia during the Cold War could actually remote view and assassinate people. Did the Americans learn how to do this? I know we've had Russell Targ on the show many times, and uh, he was one of the trainers of the remote viewing for the CIA. Um, Yes. If if remote viewing is so exact and precise, why do you think the government elected to drop it? Probably the cost, you know, the ongoing cost of maintaining the training and the experimentation. Um, And that's not to say that it is always that exact. I mean, sometimes the hits are, you know, they're very close. Sometimes they are amazingly accurate, and sometimes they're far off. But if people at home would like to experiment with that a little bit, there's a, a simple way to do it. I often use this technique if I'm addressing a group okay. and they want to exercise their powers. Uh, you take uh, pictures or, or pictures of objects or drawings, uh, color, a uh, piece of fabric. You seal them in envelopes. You right. number the envelopes. The person who has done this keeps track of what's going on. Mm-hmm. The people who want to experiment with their ability to do this, then they uh, simply, let's say we have 10 envelopes, so they put numbers 1 through 10. And in their seats, they don't move from their seats. They just send themselves off. Find envelope 1. What impression do you have? What is in there? And it's always the impression that comes to you within the first 30 seconds that is considered the most accurate. And so... That's a kind of a would be kind of like a fun parlor game. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very simple thing, you know, for people to do, and they could test their potential. Interesting. Now, 
Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. Very, this whole thing is so interesting because my theory is that we are, we live in a world that is totally made up of frequencies. And again, your radio station, we have to use that as sure. an example. Descending at a specific frequency and then the receiver tuned into that frequency. And that you know, takes us over into another area, and that is uh, communication with the dead. When people leave this particular dimension or this frequency, they are actually passing into another frequency. Although they leave the physical body behind, the essence of who they are is still there, and it's still going and growing. And actually, my book, this first book I've written, Message to Irene, deals specifically with that subject because it's uh, messages that came from a young soldier who was killed during the invasion of Germany in January of 1945. He did not begin sending these messages that we received until 1968. Wow. So he'd been dead for 23 years, right? But he identified himself. Um, We were able to confirm the fact that he was with the military, that he was killed in action, that he is commemorated on a memorial stone out in his um, hometown in county of Texas. Uh, actually, we even found his obituary online. So that made it even increasingly interesting, the messages he was sending. And he said that his goal mm-hmm. was that when he found himself suddenly plunged into this next frequency, he realized almost instantaneously what it was that he failed to do while he was here in the earth frequency or dimension. So at that point in time, he decided to devote himself to communication with us, those of us who are still back in this dimension, telling us basically the right attitudes we should be holding. And I found this pretty interesting because it's coming from a guy who had literally been there and done that, you know? Yeah. Very interesting topic. Remote viewing, astral projection, communication with the dead, automatic writing. You're an author, you're a pilot, you're a business person, and you're our guest tonight here on the X-Zone. Patricia, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Great having you with us. Exxon Nation, our special guest is Patricia Pfeffer. Her website is www.patriciapfeffer.com. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-P-F-E-F-F-E-R.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Or you can catch us on another network from... 2 a.m. Eastern until 6 a.m. Eastern, or another network from 6 p.m. Eastern until 10 p.m. Eastern. You can always go to our website, www.exonepodcast.com, where you can find all the interviews that we've done since November of last year. And they're free to download, or you can go to Apple iTunes. They're free to download. Our job, our mandate, Our one goal is to touch one person each and every night, to touch a heart, to make a positive difference in a person's life. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news with my guest, Patricia Pfeffer, as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x. ZBN.net. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com and don't forget, for all the latest news on our TV series, Paragators, www.paragators.org and my last little announcement before we get back to our special guest this hour, Patricia Pfeffer. The X Chronicles newspaper for June comes out this coming Wednesday. That's the 30th. And if you'd like to get a complimentary copy of our newspaper, just send an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. We'll send you a link where you can either download it, you can print it, you can read it online, and now you can actually download it into 16 different portable or mobile devices. Totally free with the compliments of the many advertisers in the X Chronicles newspaper because they too want to make a positive difference in the world. Patricia Pfeffer is our special guest, www.patriciapfeffer.com, and Pfeffer is spelled P-F-E-F-F-E-R.com. She's the author of Message to Irene. Patricia, before we went to the commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour, we were talking, we just started to talk about communication with those who had passed. Why is it, it seems to me that more and more people are now being able to communicate with the other side or those who have passed. Is, is there a specific reason for this, or is it because the awareness that, are being cre- that is being created by people like yourself that are that are allowing people the opportunity to realize that they too can communicate and there's nothing wrong with it. Well, you're absolutely right. There is nothing wrong with it, but you know, in years past, mm-hmm. people looked very askance at others uh, who would uh, suddenly proclaim, "Hey, I heard from cousin Harry, you know, who died 3 years ago and he says this that and the other." People tended to disbelieve that this was happening. 
course, we have more and more noted psychics now who have come to the fore and are appearing on uh, television and you know doing radio work, and so people have grown more accustomed to it. And I think my opinion is that uh, our eyes are just being opened a little, little more. Uh, more people are having these experiences, but I also have another opinion about the stress that we are under right at the moment. You talked about what happened in Toronto yes. yesterday, Rob. Um, I believe that our Earth frequencies are changing. I believe that this change in frequency started a year or two ago, and it has put us under more and more increasing pressure. And I think it's um, reflected in what we see happening with the Earth, what we see happening with the people who are occupants of the Earth. Um, we're just being put under more pressure. I'd like to give you a little example. Please do. talk about communication with the dead. Um, a story that is in my new book that will be coming out sometime this year. This is about my grandson who lives in um, Michigan in a century-old farmhouse. And uh, Christopher has always been, you know, a pretty sensitive kid. He asked some very interesting questions while he was growing up. So having reached the age of 13, he was a typical boy. He was a jock. He loved video games. Mm -hmm. So he and his mom are alone in this house. It's a Friday night, and it's uh, midnight. So his mother calls up the steps, um, Turn off the video games. Go to sleep, Christopher, because we have an early date tomorrow. Sure, Mom. Yeah. So Mom goes to bed. Christopher continues to play his games. He said that he began to hear thumping on the side of the house. So he left the video game and went to look out the windows. But they weren't expecting anyone. He didn't see anybody outside. So he went back to his game. He said, Pretty soon he began to hear voices in conversation, as if at a distance. So this time he goes downstairs, he goes out in the driveway, he goes all the way around the house, he comes back in the house, he goes upstairs, he hasn't found anybody. He sits back down at his video game when he swears this older woman's voice spoke directly into his ear and said, go to sleep, little boy, go to sleep. Now this royally freaked him out, as you can imagine. He tore downstairs, said to his mom, 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 can I sleep with you? Now, he's 13. You know, he's a big kid. Never uh, showed any indication of uh, being unsettled about anything. But, you know, he would not go back up into his room for three months after that. When I would go to visit, I would jokingly say, well, what are our sleeping accommodations? And he'd say, well, Grandma, you're going to sleep in my room. (laughs) So this was pretty, pretty funny. And uh, eventually he did go back up to his room. But something else had happened that both he and his mother were unaware of. Earlier that day, his older sister had gone upstairs to search for something, and she Mm -hmm. kept hearing music. And she thought, well, someone has left a television set on, someone has left the radio on, went through the whole area. But in the storage room, there was this old eight-track player that was not plugged in, and that's where the music was coming from. 
Natasha, his sister, thought she was losing her mind, so she called her friend upstairs. They both examined it. They both experienced the same thing. The music was coming from the A-track player that was not plugged in. So obviously what we had going right there was like an overlapping of frequencies. Yeah. We were having a bleed-through, you know, from one dimension to the next dimension. And Christopher, being receptive, he really got a dose of it. I laughed very hard about that. Is it also... But I think he's he's become more accustomed to it now. Is it possible that... I've, I've heard many stories and many examples from people who have been on the show over the last 20 years who, who told me the same type of circumstances where electrical appliances or electrical equipment that is not plugged in has turned itself on as if somebody just took the plug and plugged it into the wall, but when they go over to investigate it, the plug isn't in. Now, is it possible that the spirit world or those that we cannot see that that try so desperately to communicate with us actually have an electrical essence that in fact can turn these 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 uh, these things on oh sure sure i firmly believe that in fact uh, when i go out to do my book signings mm-hmm. on the book i have many people telling me all these stories one very interesting one was the wife of a man who had been deceased for about oh, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks, his cell phone was dead. After he was buried, she pitched his cell phone into a box over in the corner because the battery was dead, it was no good. Mm -hmm. She said one day her, her cell phone rang. When she flipped it open, she was getting a call from her husband's cell phone that she knew was laying over there Mm -hmm. in the box in the corner. So I asked her, I said, what happened when you pushed the button? And she said, there was nothing there but static. But yeah, yeah, lights can flash, TVs can come on and off. But you have to consider the fact that even here in this dimension, we are all electrical. We are all magnetic. Very true. Yeah. You know, that that is what operates us. We've had a lady on the show a couple of times. Her name is Jennifer Robbins. And she tells Mm -hmm. a similar story about her daughter trying to communicate with her using the cell phone because the daughter's cell phone number comes up mm-hmm. and there's nobody on the other side. And to this very day, she swears that that cell phone is in a place that no one can access. And I have no reason not to believe her. So many people, so many people are saying the same thing, that it's impossible to ignore the, the number of people who are in my opinion, sane, sound, have no reason to fabricate this. We're not talking about people who, who want to say that they've been abducted by UFOs and they can't prove a darn thing. We're talking about, right. we're talking about people who, who believe, they truly believe that the other side is trying to communicate with them. And when you hear so many stories and talk to so many people who say the exact same thing, how could you not start to take them seriously. Oh, you have to. Let me share uh, an experience that I had. Uh, A friend of mine had come into town from California. He was recently divorced. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was selling real estate. So he asked me to help find a property for him that was uh, five minutes from his office, but he wanted it right at the edge of a green on a golf course because he was an absolute golf nut. 
so we got well acquainted, you know, during the year or so that we searched for his property. We, I found him one. Things settled down. And during the time I was showing him these properties, he was dating because he had confided in me that he wanted to be married, you know, within the year. This is why he was looking for a home, and mm -hmm. he was also looking for a mate at the time. And he brought a variety of different women with him, so I never knew if he was serious about this one or that one. But um, one day he said to me, Pat, I want you to come and manage my uh, property here because I'm going to move in with one of the women that I was dating. Ooh, cool. And I thought, well, okay, no. <laughs> Because her home was like 45 minutes away from his office, even further from the uh -huh. hospitals. But I figured he knew what he was doing. Oh, so I managed his property. Love is a wonderful and, thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it gets even stranger because <laughs> he also commented to me at uh -huh. the time that he was going to move in with her that he didn't like her when he first met her. But his older brother, who had actually become like a father figure to him. Yeah. His older brother said, that's the woman for you. So Ooh. I guess he was taking his older brother's advice. Anyhow, making a long story short, uh, uh, one morning, it was Wednesday morning, I woke up, I was very concerned about mm -hmm. Pete. I knew something was seriously wrong. I called his office. They were frantic. He hadn't come to work. That day, they did not know where he is. His patients were piling up in the office. No Pete. Okay, so I go in, you know, I'm checking this out, and his office manager says, oh, well, the scuttlebutt was that um, he and his lady friend were going to fly to Hawaii that weekend, and they were going to be married and honeymoon there. Well, instead, his sister went out that afternoon, and she found him dead in his car. He oh, had committed no. suicide. This was on a Wednesday. So on Saturday, I go to his funeral, come home, I go out and do yard work, come in, flip on the golf channel. Now, bear in mind, this man was an absolute golf nut, right? Mm -hmm. And at this time, it's a championship playoff over at Firestone Country Club in Akron, Ohio. So I'm about to take a first bite of a snack that I had prepared when this voice tells me that Greg, or what's his name, the Australian uh, golf pro, he is going to win that championship that day at two under par on the 18th hole. Well, he was only playing the second hole when I got this information, so I thought, oh, shucks, now I have to sit here and watch this whole thing. Well, sure enough, long story short, there was a three-way tie. Mm -hmm. They had a sudden-death playoff on the 18th hole. Greg uh, birdied the hole. He won it at two under par on the 18th hole. I jumped up from my seat and I said, if you are going to tell me things like that, then give me the name of a good bookie. Because had I known earlier, <laughs> I could have bet on it and made tons of money. Yeah, well, I, I'm still looking for the psychic or somebody from the other side who can give me the 649 or the lottery numbers. You know, still no <laughs> Exactly, luck. exactly. Still no But luck. then, let me tell you about an experiment that we did with uh, pyramids. All right, why don't we do this? We've got to take a commercial break, and I don't want to cut you off in between the... Okay. You know. So, listen, when we come back, tell me about the experiment, okay? Sure. All right, XO Nation, our special guest is Patricia Pfeffer www.patriciapfeffer.com her webs uh, her 
Pfeffer is spelled P-F-E-F-F-E-R dot com. And you know what? We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. And starting next week, we'll be broadcasting each and every day audio and video. That's right. Our TV broadcast recommences next week on UStreamTV.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x. ZBN.net. All right, Patricia, tell us about the pyramid experiment. Yes, we were down in Florida mm-hmm. with um, other family members, and the other family members all enjoyed going to the game of High Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dick and I, at that time, were running some experiments on little homemade pyramids because I'm sure anyone listening to your program realizes that the pyramid form itself generates a strong power, a measurable energy. So we experimented on razor blades. We experimented on wild um, orange juice. We experimented on cigarettes. We experimented on everything we could think of to put into those pyramids and recorded the, um, 
the reaction to it, you know. Um, yes. One day, one of my aunts gave me a $20 bill. I said, what is this for? She said, well, we're all going to go to Highline on Monday. I want you to bring that $20 bill, and you can bet it. So I said, good. What I'm going to do is put it into this pyramid. I'm going to charge it all weekend long, and then I'm going to win a bunch of money. Well, of course, everybody began to laugh, right? So I did. I put it in the pyramid, and I wrote out very specific very specific instructions. I said, I want this $20 bill turned into $1,000 or more on Monday, the date at the High Life Ronton, blah, blah, blah. So when the day comes, I pull the $20 bill out from under the pyramid. I burn the message and release it into the atmosphere. And on the way to the Fronton, I'm thinking, well, shoot, how am I going to know what teams to bet on? Because there... The team members are never consistent. You know, oh, each team is new each oh. time a game is played. So I looked at the serial number uh-huh. on the $20 bill, and clear as day, it says, well, in the uh, first game, you're going to bet uh, teams five and eight, and then you don't bet again until you get the sixth game where you bet teams two and seven. So when I ran in, they were shutting down the betting windows. <laughs> I put the $20 on teams um, five and eight, you know, for the first bet. Raised to the seats, the family were all there, and they said, what did you do? And I said, oh, I put the 20 bucks on these numbers, and my aunt said, what, all of it? I said, yes. Just then, teams five and eight came in, bing, 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 and I won $538 off that $20 bet. Well, to say that they looked a little amazed and surprised, would be putting it mildly. So I wasn't too hepped up about the rest of the games because I'd go up and bet mm-hmm. $2 here or $2 yeah. there. But when I got to the sixth game, when I got back up to the counter, all I had left in my pocket was $6 because Dick... My we're we're running other. out of time very fast here. Can we get to the punchline? Sure. Anyhow, the second numbers came in, uh, teams, um, and... Uh, I went over eight hundred and fifty dollars wow. off so, that so, twenty dollar bill. So you won it well. Wasn't, it, it wasn't a thousand, and I thought, what did I do wrong? When I realized I didn't have the full twenty to bet on the second game. Oh gosh! If I'd had, I would have won fifteen hundred dollars. Patricia, you and I have to say so long for now. We're going to have you back in the future because we still have so much to talk about. I want to thank you very much oh, for sharing do. your time here with us in the Exxon. A great pleasure talking to you. Continued success. And Exonation Patricia's website is www.patriciapfeffer.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.